Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. We must stop dirty language from getting to our children's ears. We must go fight the source of it. But what is the source? Oh, that's easy. Times have changed. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fight and curse. Should we blame the government? Or blame society? Or should we blame the images on TV? No, blame Canada! On his shelf, but now when I see him, he tells me to myself. Well, blame Canada, blame Canada. It seems that everything's gone wrong since Canada came along. Blame Canada, blame Canada. They're not even a real country anyway. You're not supposed Florida to just proof that Canada forgot to zip up its lie. <laughs> apologize. We don't speak that. This is, this is how the screaming. Uh. Welcome to episode 189 of the After Lodge podcast, uh, brought to you from the snow-covered, maple-covered, time-slowed, time-slowed, floppy-head, peopled, Trudeau-voting, <laughs> apologizing, land of Canada. Hey. Uh, this is After Lodge Harlan, the After Lodge sensation, eh? Uh, joined as always by worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening. And our usual cast of standbys, Sir John Hessel. Who's John, not quite uh, in Canada. No, nobody can hear your thumbs up, John. I think his microphone's out again. Oh, and then great. he left. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, we, of course, have uh, Cartman somewhere. Uh, right here. Cartman. Howdy, Jeff. The right. Once was Reverend, now is just old and grumpy past master, Reverend Tony. I'm happy to be about these split parts, eh? <laughs> Blending in with the locals. And of course, the uh, the reason we're all here after Lodge this evening is uh, our new friend, the Anonymous Redditor, uh, also known as Josh. Welcome to the show, Josh. Welcome. Thank you. So, um... We were talking about uh, about Canadian Freemasonry being kind of its own thing, different yep. from the rest of the world. Uh, in our show intro, we even call that out, you know. Just like Canada itself. Irregular Masonry, Canadian Masonry, its own category. Yeah, so, well, Canadian Masonry really, like everybody else, started from the Grand Lodge of England or, or Scotland, you know, um, and... 
we're we're more similar to what you'd find in UK a UK lodge than you would in the states, from what I understand. You guys are still a um, Commonwealth, aren't you? Um, technically, I mean, yeah, Sorry, but couldn't help it. We brought home our constitution in uh, 1967, so technically we, we still have a governor general who's the queen's representative in the country, but uh, she is merely a figurehead. Um, and so, you're kind of, so you're still like a colony, right? Basically, gotcha. yes. That's, that's what a commonwealth is. It's the, okay, yeah. it's the gentleman's yeah, colony. We are our own there, country. Who, who, whose there, face is on run by a figurehead. Ours is run by a bobblehead. Works out <laughs> who's, who's, uh, whose face is on your money? Uh, depends what what hey. sort of bill you're talking. Was well, it like your founding mother, your founding father? Hey. Oh, it's the, it queen. Was the queen. The queen. What Tony's asking is who is the George Washington of Canada? Right. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not your own country. You're not your Sir own John. Country. Sir John A. Macdonald. And to answer to to as a matter of fact, yes, he was a Freemason. Oh. Huh. So when you guys do Masonic education, is it all about uh, <laughs> Donald? <laughs> Sir John A., the literal, the literal father of our country? Uh, no, not quite. He's, uh, he's kind of got a bad rap, actually. He was a drunk. Um, yeah, so was George Washington. Uh, it was because he was so drunk. It's kind of cool, actually. The United States from his lens. I mean, the... The lodge that he belongs to is literally 40 minutes from my house, so I can, I can go to the, you know, ancient St. John's Lodge, which is number three in the province, um, and yeah, that's a lot of history. So, can you drink there? Yeah, we can. I drink at lodge? Um, not all lodge buildings, but uh, the lodge building, the lodge that I belong to, we have a license, and we can serve alcohol in the hall. Huh. Oh. That is so unpuritan. I don't know what to think of it. What's your favorite mixer to use with your your drinks? I'm just curious. Maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really depends. I feel, I don't I feel really, like that joke never gets old. I don't drink <clears throat> maple. I don't <laughs> drink maple syrup. But you don't, I don't drink. <laughs> God, I hope nobody <laughs> drinks maple syrup. <laughs> um, have you Have you never watched Super Troopers? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's true. That's fair. I take it back. <laughs> To be fair, that wasn't maple syrup. That was uh, that was the fake stuff. Now I I don't drink maple syrup, but my, my wife got onto some uh, some witch doctor nonsense that probably probably came from some lady in Canada. Uh, everybody here is getting the flu and colds and everything else just because that's how it is this year. So she discovered this this concoction with elderberry, which I'd never heard of before. Um, and yesterday, I came home, and my entire house reeked of this awful, awful stench. It that sounds like a Monty Python so, skit. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, does that make you a hamster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering. Your father smells of elderberries. <laughs> I don't know. I called it... I started calling it elderly dingleberry syrup, <laughs> which I'm trying to get my daughter to repeat. But <laughs> that's brilliant. It's one of those cases where I think the cure is worse than the disease, and this is why we burned witches at the stake. Puritans didn't have it all wrong. Like it, it's 
it's foul. It's still lingering. Like I've got I've got essential oil like running on my desk, like blowing in my face, just so I can stand to sit here. It is <laughs> terrible. And then she made my kids eat it, and and watching their faces. Did you laugh? That's not right. It's it's it like some witch doctor nonsense. Too far with this health, health thing. <laughs> it's real bad. Ugh. Anyway, just do what I do. So I was going to ask, what are elderberries, and do they come I from Canada? I don't know. I don't. I mean, like, is that a real thing that grows on a bush or something? That's not a berry I've ever heard of until I heard of it in drinks. Yeah, I, I had, no, it's a pro, it, it's a proper berry. It really? is a berry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've used concentrate in making wine. Huh. As a as an add-in for flavor, it's a natural berry, much like a mulberry. If it smells I mean, anything do, like this. Do people eat the berry by itself, like you would tell other that. berries? Is it, I mean, have you ever used elderberry in a dish? Yeah, the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. We, talked, uh, we, we talked about, uh, you know. Hey, apparently elderberries grow in Northern California. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. Oh. So back to the, the topic on hand then. Uh, besides maple syrup cocktails, uh, you guys can have alcohol in your lodges, and it's like not a big deal, like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. We don't. Not all lodges do. My mother lodge doesn't have a liquor license, um, but the lodge that I belong to now, we rent the hall out, so it just makes sense for us to have a license to do, to do sir booze. And he said, for our fellowship times, I mean, we can we have a couple beers. Wait, so you have to have a license? I thought that was just like a U.S. thing because we have to have a license for everything. No, no, up here, if, it's a, if, if you're selling alcohol, like, like so our, our hall in our uh, temple, it's got a commercial kitchen and a big, you know, big hall. Um, we rent it out for weddings and events and stuff like that. So if you're selling booze for that sort of thing, you need a license. So but the license is not masonry related it's it's no 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 it's it's provincial it's government related yeah okay. yeah the no the the sonic body in ontario kind of uh yeah. allows it there's no rules against it were you not selling alcohol you, you wouldn't need the license like you could just Correct. have a bar with your own stuff that you didn't charge anybody for and yeah if it was a private a private club you could oh. probably do that i don't know the, the Around here, the licensing is just terrible. And there's only so many. Like, they're artificially scarce, so there can only be so many liquor licenses issued in a certain county. It, it's all ridiculous. It, it, Americans and alcohol are a... Well, it's like Americans and most things. It's kind of just funny. Well, Jacques, have you ever been to an American lodge? Uh, actually, no. Uh <laughs> I've, oh. I've been to the States so many times, but every time I've been there, um, I've not had a watch. Oh, wow. So I, thought, I thought that you would like, see, we were going to ask you what you've seen in the differences, so basically, you don't know. <laughs> okay. Thanks, you, Tony. Well, Tony, that's there goes half the show, right? Yeah. We're probing right. out what the differences are right now. 
for instance, my next question, based on all of the snarky comments on IRC that I've been skimming by uh, as I try to pay attention to the show, is uh, and take show notes and manage everyone's volumes and do all the rest of Bruce's job. Um, yes. Is how much are your dues? Oh, jeez. You're not going to be able to tell because they use metric money. You're not going to be able to convert it. <laughs> Tony, it just so uh, happens that I am an expert at currency exchange, so I'll figure it out. So, so how many so loony the, dollars are your dues? So the two lodges that I belong to, uh, the, the one lodge, my dues are $105 a year. Is that Canadian money? $105 Canadian? Yes. Yes. Those would be loony dollars. Yes. Yeah. The queen. And the other lo other lodge is two hundred and twenty. All right. Oh, so that's like thirty five dollars in American money. Pretty low. Well, it's so, uh, seventy five. How much did you say it was yeah. again? Well, the ones the ones about a hundred bucks. I think it's one hundred and five, and then the others two hundred and twenty. All right. I so two hundred and twenty Canuck dollars is one hundred and seventy eight. U.S. dollars. Mm -hmm. So yes, uh, that is still still compared to here. That is uh, in the bigger in the bigger cities. You know, it's probably it, it does get higher. Like if I was in a lodge in Toronto, it would be four or five hundred bucks. Um, do y'all let the do y'all let like just the riffraff in, or do are y'all all like doctors and lawyers and stuff, or do y'all let like what? what? Well, what, you know, you, Josh like, is a computer engineer, which is far more important than either of those things. So right. <laughs> so, so you're, you're, you, okay, so you're an engineer, doctors, lawyers, professional people, and all that. Can somebody like me get in there? Yeah. Somebody yeah. like a sales executive for a national company? <laughs> Not yeah. me, a Absolutely. regular guy. I mean, you know, you got to be, are you, are you a, you know, upright man? You know, good morals, good judgment? Well, hold on. Yeah, I mean, when you got... You really have to stop with this. I'm an everyday schmuck shtick that you do. <laughs> like, if it's good enough for the... Puts his monocle in and sips from a martini just like John Hesse. Yeah. <laughs> if it's good enough for the Donald, it's good enough for me. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Josh. I just couldn't let that nonsense stand anymore. Why? Is the Donald the Mason? No. Oh, God, God no. No. <laughs> okay, well, good. according to that statue... No. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got a I've, I've got a question that that I've been meaning to ask. It has nothing to do with dues and all this other nonsense. Now, your prime minister. Now, he's the guy that also does the Doonesbury cartoons. Is he like as funny <laughs> as a? Is he as funny as a, as, as a prime minister as he is with the cartoons? Or <laughs> oh, that's good. No, that's terrible. What? I don't. I, it's funny though. That, that's either really good shtick or really sad schooling. I'm trying to figure out which one. <laughs> uh, in Tony's case, it's probably a little above. Yeah, <laughs> oh, here I am trying uh, to get on the IRC chat for the first time, and I keep disconnecting. So no answer. IRC.org. I'm trying. Hashtag Freemasonry or Pound Freemasonry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no answer to that? Is that <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I mean I've I i do not know that I've ever seen those cartoons. So 
Does he just draw them for American audiences, though, or is that for... probably because that's how we need to explain our foreign policy to some of you? I'm very interested in this stuff. That's One point these, for the leafer. All, all of our all of our great actors actually come from Canada. Our greatest singers, Celise Dion, and, and you can keep greatest, her, man. Did you just say Celise. Celine yes, you can keep her. All, all the great actors and stuff. You get to, you get to know them and you you get to love them as an actor, and all of a sudden you find out they're from Canada, and it's it's ridiculous. So what? Tony, how, it's uh, pronounced Canadia. What we're what we're talking Canadia? about? Educating. They, they've apologized many times for sending us Russian Brian Adams. So like, we gotta <laughs> be nice. Educating us on Canadian foreign policy is. <laughs> I've been trying to do that for a while. No, we hey hey, we need to be educated on Canadian foreign policy because you bomb as many people as we do. You got the same aircraft and jets, and but nobody hates Canada. Why does nobody hate? That's Canada? where I was going. Is how oh. how how is that? Because you well, apologize afterward. Like does the bomb? Yeah, we, we, write, sorry. we write sorry on the bombs. Yeah, yeah that's sorry what I that. That was my hypothesis. You know, I just wanted you know, to confirm it's, it. It's, in, it's interesting that you say that because I'm not really sure, but I do know for a fact that you know if you look at, we have a quite quite a small military in comparison to the U.S. Like I know, um, for example, we, flying squirrels. Yeah, but it doesn't <laughs> matter when your cavalry is mounted on polar bears. Yeah, polar bears will lose. Polar bears will wreck you. But uh, no, it, like in all seriousness, like we have, I think it's seven um, C seventeen Globemasters, right? Which are the the big heavy lift aircraft. Yeah. We have seven. We have seven of them. The U.S. has like I don't know how many hundred of them. We have seven of them. Well, on the local bay. Air Force base here. Yeah, that, that's that, that's only that's at no. the Air National Reserve. That's at the National. Air, yeah, they, I, one said, of the I got one bases, like right? five miles to my west. I used to exactly. Bears. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have a small military, but they are tough as hell. Yes. Um, Canada stormed one of the beaches on E Day by itself. Hasn't Canada like hasn't it been a Canadian Canada has held the record for the longest sniper like the last like three records have been set by different Canadians? I think so. I think it was, I think they were beaten out by a Brit recently. Oh, were they? Yeah, oh, we can't. Yeah, the that's because they grew up having to snipe moose for food. <laughs> that's pretty much not fair. Okay. Yeah. I saw a moose for the first time a few years they're, ago. That's, they're gigantic. You think they're like deer sized, but they're not. Bruce, it's horrifying. I, actually, we have them in Minnesota. You don't snipe them. Oh yeah, food. you snipe them from a distance to keep them from killing you. Come on, those moose are probably just. I have one. Those moose are probably just trying to illegally migrate into Canada. I've got one last political question, and then I'll quit. Um, as you may have heard, we're building a wall to our southern border. Has there been any talk <laughs> in Canada about building a wall on your southern border? I thought uh, you guys would be building the wall on the northern border to keep us snow Mexicans out. No, from my my understanding, uh, they're going to break down and build it. uh, Actually, a nice, tasteful hedge (laughs) about about four feet high, and just kind of away from the other side of it. Is that going to be called? Have you ever heard of the no touching zone? Yes. 
Is that because they know no American can jump over a four foot hedge? Well, you know, we've got ladders, right? We're all too fat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've seen some of you at the restaurants oh, and some although, of those portions. I can see why. Yep. Although there is well, that's that's not Tony, the only just just so for background, just so you know, all along the border where the actual wood wood for there's a twenty foot gap that bereft of trees. John, we're only on the whole uh, border. We're only catching every other word of that. I'm sure it was hilarious, but yeah, yeah he's talking about the no touching zone, the gap along the yeah. border. <laughs> Do y'all have legal marijuana? Um, as of July, Tony asking the yes. important questions. Thank you, Tony. But let me tell you, it's a, it's a it's a really interesting world right now because on my commute to work, I draw I. Uh, a native reservation, and I pass no less than six dispensaries on my way. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we're going to Canada. <laughs> Canada trip. All Canada. right. Uh, well, I was actually talking to the master about that. That anyway, he's uh, been talking about this fraternal outing forever. And uh, my father-in-law often talks about this place he went to quite some time ago. That was awesome. <laughs> It was in Canada, except like you had to you had to take a train to get there, and the train only ran twice a week, and it stopped at this station in the middle of nowhere in the woods, and then you got off the train and you rolled off your fifty five gallon drum of fuel, and there was a boat hitched there, and you took the boat across this lake to this cabin, and there's no one around for who knows how many hundred miles. But the fishing and the hunting are fantastic. Although hunting, he said, was difficult because the licensing is really weird. And that was 15 years ago, so it's probably worse. But uh, fishing, crystal clear waters, peace and quiet of nature. If you go in the dead of summer, it won't be too cold. And uh, you just gotta watch out for the mosquitoes. Oh, well, we're no strangers to mosquitoes, sir. Oh no, no. The mosquitoes up in Canada have landing lights. <laughs> no, those are the black flies. I'm, yeah. I'm from Minnesota, and I know you don't fuck around with Canadian mosquitoes. Holy Jesus! Uh, we've got the uh, the migratory insects that come up from uh, the stool of the American fish, also known as Floridia. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad Nick's not here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, Florida. God's waiting room. They were <laughs> they were really bad a couple well, last year. Last summer they were so bad, like the city was driving around the the fog trucks, spraying everywhere, telling everybody to stay indoors after nine p.m. so you don't die from the crap they're spraying in the air. Oh yeah. You don't want to get at the uh, what was it? The West Nile. Uh, I think ours were. Uh, I mean, the concerns were more of the typical mosquito-borne illnesses that aren't as exotic. Oh, no, it was uh, uh, Zika. Uh, malaria. Zika. Yes. Right, right, right. Wasn't there uh, some uh, West Nile that they were all freaking out about a few years ago? Well, every couple of years there's a big freak out about some African bug that never really makes it here. But it's, it's kind of the, the World Health Organization that cried wolf story. Pig so, flu? Uh, one year they're gonna scream about something, and we're all gonna ignore them, and then we're all gonna die. 
Bring it on. And it's going to be their fault, Harlan. Yes, because every year it's a crisis. Oh, there's there's two guys in sub-Saharan Africa that died of this freak right. virus. It's a world epidemic. No, there's always a couple people who die here. It seems yeah. like it's always Indiana for some reason. There's but always that, like three people in Indiana because, who died of is whatever. Is that because they're sick or because they can't afford health care? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, right. no, but you don't have to be oh. a dick about it. <laughs> How this works. Point, point number two for the leafer. <laughs> Bruce here works for the uh, good old milk company. Yes, sir. So that's not really a concern for him. No. Um, I have only mortgaged my house once to pay for medical <laughs> services for my children. And uh, the, are, are you talking about the one the services they didn't need or the ones they did? Uh, just all of them. Okay. But uh, I've only had to do that once uh, as opposed to other places where you may have to mortgage your house multiple times. Um, I, I think we're doing okay. You know, I, I, I definitely only have to wait in line for four or five hours for routine preventative care. Um, now, now, Josh, I, I, it's worth I'll have to tell you that as somebody who both receives and works for our Veterans Health Administration, um, our government probably shouldn't be running no. anything involved in our health. That, that was where I was going. <laughs> uh, actually, John took the words out of my mouth was, I'm okay with paying what I pay for private health care here because I've seen what government health care <laughs> looks like. And, uh, Our, you go to a, a veterans hospital with a cold, yeah, you come out missing a foot. <laughs> That's in us. In, in Canada, though, it's probably pretty good. John looks healthy. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just because they're that's because they live on that keto diet of like Canadian bacon and maple syrup beer. and beer. What? Watching lots of red green and hockey. Yeah, that yes, whatever that is. Wait, oh, hockey? Wrestling with polar bears uh, is, is a good workout too. Bruce, I'll get um, you introduced to red green. Yeah, brilliant. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. It is. It is. When I think of Canada, I right. think it's all like snow and lakes and, and, and like the Great Lakes and snow. Do y'all have like just regular blacktop stuff? Or, I mean, is it cold all the time? Do y'all have a summer? <laughs> it's like asking somebody from Kentucky, do you all have shoes and paved roads? How, how, how okay, would you have yeah, a well, summer? That's a viable question. Hey, how, 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 hot does it, how hot does it get in your summer? What part of Canada are you in? Are you in like the northern part? I am, I am literally an hour from upstate New York. So you're in the French part? No. no. That's not French. I'm in the English part. Oh. No. no, the French part. That's the, Quebec. The French Those are, guys are assholes. They are. And they're above uh, Vermont and Maine. Well, what's the difference? How can you be above New York and above Vermont? Aren't they all like up above that? Isn't that all? Canada is like Wait. short and wide. No, we need a, <laughs> no, note we to need, self. We need a map. Tony Globe. <laughs> Please. No, seriously. Canada goes like east to west. And yeah. It, I mean, Tony, parts of Ontario Oregon, is so parts big of Canada it goes from New York all the way to Minnesota. It, okay, it takes. Right. It literally takes thirty hours to drive across the width of my province that I live in. Ontario's wow. effing huge. Yes. Oh, man. I actually had Ontario and Quebec backwards. 
The first time I got uh, thrown out of a bar, it was in Ontario, and it was in Thunder Bay. And oh, you poor 18. soul! So, yep. In in the in the in the Canadian school system, you educate your students on geography. Yes, because as you can see, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Canada goes all the way across because there's like in Oregon and all that all that area over there. Washington, uh, Canada is above that too. So all, all know, the way over to the Vancouver, Pacific, everything, all, yeah, from coast everything to can't coast be above coast, New York. Man. Yeah, we they are, had manifest destiny at the same time we did. That well, he he was saying everything was above New York. Everything. No, I live above New York. <laughs> I am literally on the. If, if you were to if you were to look at, do you, do you know where Rochester is? Sure, sure, dude. Yeah. Okay. He has right. no idea. Josh, Josh, he has no north. idea. <laughs> I have no idea where Rochester is. <laughs> Rochester okay. was the name of the butler in the old Jack Benny show. <laughs> He's right. That's true. Okay. Let me isn't it also, why you belong, also the Tony, this is why you belong at the old guy's table. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it also the state capital of New York? No, that would be Albany. New, Albany, New Albany, York yeah. is New York. New York is the state capital. No, no, it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the state capital of New York, the, the capital of New York, would be in Albany. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I think putting the show back on track. Um, I think one person left at that. We invited Josh here so we can make fun of him, and it, it is <laughs> so it is not working out too well. I don't. Uh, he's doing pretty good at lobbing shots at us and like covering the whole country in just a subtle hit got, once every five minutes. I'm yeah, but he, not not really because we got warm weather up in Canada. It's always cold. No, it's Therefore, not. Therefore, Dude, go to Vancouver. It's awesome. What that means yep. is all all the Masons in Canada have little wieners because it's always cold. And they're always, <laughs> and they're always saying, oh, it's because it's so cold. I just got out of the water. Hey, it's John. Cold. Just yep. I'll, I'll have to go, Tony. That John is probably further north in the world as far as latitude than I am. That's quite possible. If, well, you, if a, you're in Minnesota, as a benchmark, Minnesota. I am like five miles due south of the 45th <coughs> parallel. Yep, you are definitely further north than I am. Yep. So, Eric, you know, Minnesota is probably colder than me. Yep. So you're not a real Canadian. I'm a real we got, Canadian. Like, process Canadian. We didn't get He's a southern real... Canadian. <laughs> I'm a southern Canadian. Yes, we're not. Detroit's further north than Toronto. It's true. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how to feel about this. I, I maps are difficult. Like, uh, what about Detroit? You should probably avoid it. <laughs> That's because yes, they're I think round. We can all agree on that. If we if we lived on a flat Earth, it'd be so much easier because it would be all gridded out. Yeah, but wouldn't, wouldn't the water wouldn't all be... just run off the side? What are you talking about, Tony? We do live on a flat Earth. You were just telling us. <laughs> There's there's a lip all the way around that keeps the water from rolling off. It's, just, it's like an, imagine an upside down frisbee. That's kind of, <laughs> I was gonna say we live on an inverted frisbee. Okay, that's exactly. Cool. See, exactly. Up, up up here we don't need a lip. It's just frozen. <laughs> yeah, quit your bitching. <laughs> but to answer your question, no, it's not always cold. We have four seasons. In the summer, it gets up to you know in thirty degrees. 
Celsius would be around 90, in the low 90s Fahrenheit, if I have to, you know, do a rough guesstimate for my American friends here. Maybe that'd be in the upper 80s. More upper yeah. 80s? All right. Yeah. Well, whatever. Upper 80s is still stinking hot, right? Yes. Oh. Uh, not here. But... <laughs> yes. It's I not as much the heat as it is the gosh darn humidity. The humidity is a killer, yep. Y'all have humidity up there? Yep. We certainly do. Well, it depends where you are. Like where I live, yes. I feel like uh, you don't. But you think you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, you were right. It's lower 90s. I had to go double check my math. Yeah. I did that in my head. Yeah, well, so I, I don't have to deal with, you know, the rest of the world's standards of measurement too often. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I use both imperial and metric depending on my audience. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't deal with form because, you know, uh, Trump has told us that we don't have to deal with foreigners. So Wait, I am didn't? in the American way and that's all that matters. No, the United we're... States government, like Congress, make metric the official form of measurement back in the seventies, but just like nobody listened. Yeah, well, they don't have the jurisdiction, so like because there's there's that acknowledge that there's that town on the uh, but but the northeastern part of our town that like if, when you're driving down the highway, all of a sudden all the street signs are in um, kilometers with the miles and parentheses. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that, some, is, that, is that some some sort of like CIA mind game? Mm, it's no, probably just a local it's, thing. It's, 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 it's similar to that uh, area in Indiana where they don't follow daylight savings time. So what that really was was there was a. Well, I I don't want to narrow it down too much. There was a very <laughs> large international sporting event uh, that happened there not too long ago. Uh, and there were a lot of international types driving in that area, and so they did that to help just to make things less painful. Interesting. There was a time when there were more people from out of the country in that part of our town than there were for people from the country, so it made sense. And then now, the people that lived there liked it, so they left it. See, now I wish Can I wish Canada would. I almost said Canadian. Holy shit. I wish Canada would follow that example for pikeys like me that occasionally get north of the border and then see on the signs 100 and think, hot shit. <laughs> there we go. Well, you see, I lived in a, I, like I grew up in a border. I grew up in a, and when you cross the border, there's on both sides, there's signs that say, you know, 100 kilometers per hour or, or 60 miles per hour. Um, on on the border, I, yeah, I'm, four, not, I'm four hours from the border. They don't even nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got really fortunate in that my car uh, does both. So with the push of a button or the GPS figuring out you're in a metric zone, uh, your speedometer will just suddenly rev up, and then cool. You're not really going any faster. It just switched the kilometers. Yeah, it looks back like it. you're going a lot. Back in my day, and Tony can, will attest because he's the only guy older than I am on the show by a little bit. Uh, we had to look at the little tiny numbers on the inside of our speedometer that you couldn't read to high rates of speed. Yep. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because they were in kilometers first, and then miles underneath. Well, yeah, it was. It was. So if you looked at like a speedometer as a clock, the big numbers around the outside would have been miles per hour, and then closer into the hub. 
by at least halfway, you'd have little numbers that were KMH. Yeah, but they huh. and they'd only have they'd only have like four of them. Right, and, they'd have like these random benchmark numbers thrown in there, so you had you never had mm-hmm. any idea exactly how fast you were going, except that you were going too fast. It was like twelve. 60, 147.4 <laughs> and pi. I think those <laughs> pi. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like. I think sixty miles an hour is a hundred kilometers. I think, or something like that, or is it seventy? Right miles around it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I went ahead and pulled out this uh, Nadia to U.S. converter app, so I can mm. I can check that. Uh. Yeah, you have to jog my memory on what 100 miles an hour is in kilometers, because I remember that was expensive. 100 miles is, I think that's... 160 kilometers. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I, was, I was about to say, it's like 175 clicks. It's I know it's moving. Well, that's, a click that's is, 1.6 clicks is a mile. Can somebody yeah. tell me how many knots that is? <laughs> you, no, because the, the knot, knot, knots is not a, a linear scale. Yes, I... You gotta let the string hang off the back of the boat, and I'll let you. Now, how about leaves? <laughs> do, do all of your signs in Canada have to be in French and in nope. English? They nope. don't. I thought nope. they did. Tony, I seen a I seen an episode one time at, uh, on Canadian Bacon, and it said they had to be in both. In Quebec, is it just in certain parts of Canada? Just yeah. Actually, no. In Quebec, they have them all in French. Okay, French so only. in Quebec. In Quebec, do the Masons do their lodge work in uh, French, or do they do they it can. in English? They can. Yeah, there's there's actually there's two two types of lodges. There's English lodges and French lodges. Oh, cool. And what's yeah, the diff- so you, what's the difference? The language. Well, so one lodge requires you to have a belief in a supreme being, and the uh, the other ones don't, and they admit women. <laughs> no, no, the word. They belong. They actually belong to this. I believe they belong to the same Grand Lodge, and they use the same work. Just ones in French and ones in English. Oh, wow. I mean, wow, do, that's do you not really have... weird because our so our ritual is somewhat poetic, and I can't imagine that translating well. Uh, probably, probably not. But they might make a few adjustments for the language. Uh, I could see that. I think yeah, it's just like translating into Spanish. I'm sure there's some, some changes. Word plays and all the Masonic dad jokes that aren't going to work in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, like like uh, what is it? The um, social intercourse that gets that gets a couple of the guys in my lodge every time. Okay. Yep. In American social intercourse. Trust me, there's there's a uh, couple lines in an installation for Knights Templar down here that. I, after 10 years, still can't make it through with a straight face. <laughs> I am well It, it involves the word cock, and that's yeah, all uh, I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, in American lodges, we ride a goat. What do they ride in Canada? Is it a moose, or is it the same thing? It's a moose, Tony. That's why they're so badass. We, we've been over this <laughs> No, I mean, do, do y'all do the goat thing? Or do y'all have goats? Sure. That's a bad joke, man. Uh, <laughs> so was that? Wow. <laughs> I, think uh, ridden, I, I think we've ridden that joke to death. Yeah, me too. All right, this is this is going off the rails way too fast. Yo, oh, Josh, bring it back. Tell us how how did you 
how did you find yourself in Freemasonry in the beginning? Like I, I, I can't imagine I married, any bigger of a thing in Canada daughter. than is here. I married a Mason's daughter. Really? Yep. Okay, that makes perfect sense. That actually mm-hmm. makes more sense than most of the stories I've heard. Did mm-hmm. you have to have to join the lodge to marry her? Did he recommend yes. it, or did or is that just <laughs> something that you decided to do on your own? Well, we were married already. Um, actually, I got I got tired of sitting around the dinner table with my brother brothers in law and my father in law, and feeling like the outsider because I didn't understand any of the shit they were talking about. No, I just cursed on. So you wanted a hand in the family business, and that's what you had to do. I, I did, yeah, yeah. So when I when I joined, my father-in-law was the master of the lodge that year. My brother-in-law was the senior warden, and my other brother-in-law was the junior deacon. Wow! So it was like a family affair. Yeah. Yep. It's never good when you have family dynasties holding that many seats in one lodge. Out of curiosity, how many members does that lodge have? Uh, I don't know the I don't know the exact number. Just I mean, rough I mean, estimate. 20, 100, 500. Probably in the 100, low 100s. Yeah. Huh. Are you members of any appendant bodies? Are you a Shriner or I'm a Scottish Rite? boy. I am a Shriner. Mm. A Shriner. Yeah. Tony, he was wearing the hat earlier. We talked yeah, about it. I was. The audience doesn't oh. know that. Yeah. So I had my fat on. Come on, Bruce. See, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right. You, no. you're, you're, you're. Do you have, uh, do you have jesters in Canada? Or do you just have uh, camel herders? <laughs> Well, there's two I invite mean, bodies, it's, it's, jesters and Q. Quexicoan <laughs> have the both. Calmer. We do we do have both. I'm not a member of either. Oh, cool. So how long have you been a Mason? Mm-hmm. Uh six years? Oh, five years? Cool. Yeah. You enjoy yeah. it? Yeah, it's fun. Good time. Took me uh, Took me a little while to get through my degrees just because of family life and whatnot, but yeah, it's good. How long did it take? How long did it take you? Uh, three years. I did one degree a year. You didn't do like the one one day thing? No, 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 no. no. Does Canada have a one day thing? I have never heard of it happening, but I'd be surprised if it does. I mean, Canada is a very big country, so. It's quite God, hard. I hope not. Well, America's bigger. Put one mark on your board there. We got more people. We got more people. You do, yes. yes. We, we have we less moose, though. We you got that more you do, yeah. yeah. However, uh, actually, actually, Tony, I, I would capital. point out that the, the larger you get of a population, the bigger the DV... Uh, Statistic, uh, wow, standard deviation. deviation. Yeah, you get that involve really stupid people. So we might have more, but we have more idiots. Uh, I'm just saying. I was trying to. There's to also something to be said for that. 
I'm trying to find a good map photo to post in the in the text bar we have on the side, but uh, I gave up. Uh, Tony, we're, we're going to get you a globe. Uh, next time you're at Lodge, we've got that globe mounted on the on the top of one of the columns. <laughs> He's going to rip that sucker off and hand it to him. Uh, Here, read it, learn it, live it. Uh, at the very uh, least, yeah. just look at it. So he's, he's not that bad. Like I read a uh, a New York Times poll we talked on the show about. Uh, I guess it was quite a while back, but it it involved asking people to identify North Korea on the world map, mm. uh, and then it then also asked them some questions about um, you know their thoughts on going to war with North Korea. And there was a incredibly tight correlation between how closely you pinpointed North Korea on a map and how likely you were to think that we should be involved in a war with them. Um, so the people who were the most off were the most strongly in favor of military confrontation. <laughs> you don't say. And no. it was, but it was it was staggering. Like the data lined up, it, it was almost linearly, like almost perfect. You had some outliers, but it was it was the funniest thing I'd read in the New York Times in well ever. I was like, of course, somebody, this is, this somebody is points problem. to North Dakota and says nuke them. Somebody <laughs> points to Pyongyang and says doves and olive branches. So there was That's unsurprisingly great. a large concentration of dots around the Middle East and Southwest Asia region. Uh, there was a whole bunch of them all over the continent of Africa. There were even a bunch in Europe. Good God! Um, <laughs> and it just—I looked. It just—it just scares me for the future. Only twenty percent of people like accurately put the dot within the borders of North Korea. I think if you included South Korea, it went up to like twenty-three or so. Um, that is really else sad. Off and the the guy who put it all together was trying to illustrate a point of you know maybe maybe democracy is not the best form of government and this is why because <laughs> our education system sucks um, i don't i have trouble like our education system does suck but i mostly have trouble putting the fault entirely on that i think there's it's what you were saying that uh that bell curve of intelligence uh, and the more people you have, it, the more people are on the left-hand side of that curve. <laughs> so maybe Canada has has a bit of an edge there. Um, plus, plus when you live with polar bears and you know moose, um, there's a Darwin effect that plays in early in childhood. It just has to. <laughs> so there's they probably got that going for them. Like the stupid ones don't make it to adulthood as often. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans. <laughs> as I said, if a moose is in the water, you can ride it. If it's on the land, you don't want to be anywhere near it. <laughs> oh yes, we. So uh, we were talking to Josh when he first got here about uh, the closest we've come to being able to actually poke fun at a real Canadian uh, on the air is John. Uh, now we found someone who's technically in Canada. Uh, so our next step, uh, worshipless producer Bruce, is to find somebody who's actually Canadian and not this like processed Canada thing. <laughs> not someone who is further south than John. Yes. 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 I, I want somebody who like lives in the tundra. 
Heartland. <laughs> I, I have to point it out, and hopefully Brother Josh can correct me if my stats are wrong, but like 80% of the populace of Canada lives within 100 miles of the U.S.-Canadian border. They this do. is very true. This is very, very true. What so, I mean, you got to ping somebody from the Yukon or maybe from Alaska. Well, that's what I was going to ask is can we get somebody from the Yukon? Um, Alaska is part of the states, so why would that be a Canadian? It's not. Well, it wouldn't be, but it, my cousin lives up there, and I know it's different enough to not quite count. Although, to be fair, uh, Sarah Palin was on the presidential ticket uh, back in 2008, and a lot of us wished that Alaska was part of Canada. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I do know there was a push for some, some states to uh, join Canada after the recent election as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, there was. We, we had a, a debate about that in the mid-19th century. <clears throat> Um, I don't think that's, I, I think that debate kind of solved the question of whether or not you can go play for another team. Yeah. Um, didn't Rhode Island try to abdicate in like 95? I, the debate I was referring to took place in the, the mid 19th century, but, uh, I'm sure people tried to argue since then, but I think the point was made pretty clear. Okay. Uh, when you say the 19th century, you mean like the 1800s, right? Yes. yes, that's what I mean. Yes, we've been over this already. You know, the era when, you know, all of America tried to kill all of America and didn't actually and, and, solve anything, really. And, and Canada, you know, burned down the White House. To be fair, it's all happened. happened, you sons of bitches. Uh, <laughs> Sam. A, a Canadian officer who commanded the troops that did that in 1812. So what kind of industry does Canada have? Are you, you all like fur traders? Uh, what, trappers. What, fur traders. Trappers. Yeah. There's, there's still voyagers. They're still yeah, hiking what, around canoes. As what, you can see from my igloo behind me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those walls are white. We, For all we know, you just smoothed them off real nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Somebody tell John that this is a radio broadcast. It's not a visual broadcast. It's fine. It's it's funnier on its own. Just stick that in the show notes. This is is what what will encourage people to pay and watch it live. Is because they're missing out on sight gags that are fantastic. (sighs) Self-selling item. This is brilliant. Really, John, all you had to do was go get some screenshots of recent hockey games and just use those instead. They have the same effect. Speaking of hey, hey, hey seriously, and speaking, we'll of Holly, speaking of hockey, can you explain curling to the rest of us Americans? What the hell is curling about? It's sweeping and bowling combined. Yeah, that's yeah, that's somebody had to be drunk and said, I know um, what'll be fun. Josh, John, I think you want to feel this. Yeah, because actually, like the John, are you seriously about to defend that? I'm not going to defend <laughs> it, but I will say that, like the international, and there is one curling Hall of Fame, <laughs> is actually in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm not making that up. 
Who would want to make something like that up? Right. I, right? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what town it is right by down by Mankato, Minnesota. That's right. The that's, world hub of curling. That's right. And I remember. Curling, I've seen the award show. Yeah, it's a Scottish game. So it's is golf. Because they doesn't... like playing with rocks. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the award show uh, when they inducted the new members into the curling. I think it's on ESPN 8, the Ocho, much like the dodgeball championships. I haven't been this embarrassed since the Lodges Shuttlecock Tournament. Because <laughs> who wants to admit they're the best at shuttlecock? Uh, everyone in our lodge. Wow. So long, as, so long as you're not playing badminton and you call it your poppycock? Some kind of chicken? No, that's the that's the <laughs> little thing that they bat around when you play badminton, isn't it? Yeah, we call it the shuttlecock. Shuttlecock, there you go. Yeah. Because leave it to the Brits to mm. figure out a way to name something after a cock. Well, that's that's kind of what they're renowned for. Yeah, I feel like they bought a dick, anyone? <laughs> Pardon me while I smoke a fag. <laughs> what was it from Family Guy? All I know is in England they call cigarettes fags. Well, somebody better tell the cigarettes to get out of my bar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, damn it, Bobby. On the, the Masonic track, you, you had mentioned to us before the show that, uh, that you had a, a kid who was a, a Shriners kid. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to know, uh, to know more about that, if you care to share. Um, well, my son Wyatt was, uh, he had, was born with cerebral palsy and was cared, cared for by the team at the Montreal Children's Hospital, the, the Shriners Hospital for Children in Montreal. Um, he had surgery there when he was two and a half. Yeah. Uh, so I really, it's a really interesting place when you're, when you go for something like that as a parent. I mean, the, the way the hospitals work and the, the kids, look, kids are all looked after. It's a different experience than anything I've ever seen. Wow. And you, uh, and you became a Shriner after that? Yep. Was that the reason? Um, sort of. Um, I mean, to be honest, the whole story gets kind of depressed. Kind of loses some of the... Well, I was just curious what the what the reasoning was, because clearly it wasn't the reasoning that uh, that most Shriners in the U.S. tend to have, which is, you know, you can drink at the Shrine and you can't at Lodge. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I married a Mason's daughter. I grew up around Masonry and Shriners pretty much. My wife and I have been together for 18 years. So, But have you seen the After Lodge and Three Distinct Knocks podcast episode? Oh God! Gosh. Look at the board. We need a big long bleep. Uh, I right believe there. Bruce just ejected him. So no, because uh, <laughs> he's been trying to get your attention on the uh, IRC for a while. Because he said he plugged uh, 3DK at, at uh, Civil. Well, he's a marketeer. So 
Wow. I mean, I, we call I knew. Them whores. <laughs> well, at least the, at least with that, you'd get something out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you're not wrong. All right, that should do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's why I became a shriner. Was after awesome. after that experience. Oh, that is, that is uh, awesome. Uh, sorry, I was chastising Nick on the IRC channel, which uh, you know, if you brothers were on irc.swingnet.org pound sign Freemasonry, uh, you too could enjoy the banter of everyone. Well, everyone but Bruce and I. Okay, uh, say that slower again. Snoonet. IRC. Dot Snoonet. Do you have to type oh. in the IRC? If you're no, on no, an IRC, say it, say it out loud. Three distinct bangs. Dot NZ. I'm just trying to help. Uh, sorry. I'm I'm actually scared to type that in, John. I. I... <laughs> 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 Two girls, one cup dot com. <laughs> Do not type that. <laughs> well, you could go to. Uh... <laughs> so where's so where's the banana hammock? Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, it's actually, um, in this unopened Amazon box. Box. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very nice. No, you guys have like a moose hammock up there or something? I'm I'm running out of Canada jokes. I I thought I had a lot more steam for this, and uh, I really don't. I've mostly got Trudeau and A and maple syrup and apologizing floppy hats. Harlan, Harlan, there are hard people to pick on. I'm just I'm just telling you. I I grew I've grown up within reasonable driving distance of them, and well, they're just we so can, gosh darn I mean, nice. we can... Going we, down we my can, list, that's all I have. Oh, well, you I know, have we can hit up some Trump jokes. No, that's that's not even fair. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't that's, imagine that... you would do better than us at them anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. Leverage, you can't play. The only thing I had left on my list was to insult the queen and see how he reacted, but um, I, I understand that's. Something that isn't found in good taste with some of our uh, English listeners uh, or Australian ones. So are you, I are stop you, doing that. Are you allowed to have guns? Do y'all have like a Second Amendment? We don't have a Second Amendment, but yes, you can have guns. Yeah, they, they didn't need a, a constitutional amendment to tell them what human rights are. <laughs> now, now, the gun laws here are a little different. I mean, you can have hunting rifles and shotguns and stuff like that, but... You can't have a fully auto AK-47 or pistol or something like that. You can't have that here either, legally. I mean, they're restricted. You you can have them, but you need proper licenses for that. Okay. It's like here. I once asked a Canadian lawyer about this at an event I was at, and that was the response I got was, he looked at me like, no, we... We didn't actually need to spell out what human rights are <laughs> line for line. That, you know, per, per capita, we actually have, um, you know, a higher number of guns than in the U.S. Really? Yeah. And oh, that's why they're... Oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's so few people. 
That's per capita. That's also why Canadians are so polite. They grew up in a world where everybody's armed to the teeth. So, you just be nice. You take it, you take it out on the hockey rink. <laughs> uh, Jock, do you consider yourself polite? Hell no. No? Okay. Yes. I am, I am inherently polite. Josh, you may not consider yourself a polite, but I assure you, by American standards, you uh, you meet that benchmark. <laughs> I much. promise. Well, well, luckily well for you, if you if you ever did decide to immigrate to America, that we would take you because you you kind of, you're along Canada and Norway, and the typical resident up there would probably what? be welcome in Trump's America. <laughs> What's Tony saying? Here we go. <laughs> I actually refused to move to the U.S. twice. Refused? Mm-hmm. What Tony's saying is, what luck, you're white. You have no idea how big that is. <laughs> <laughs> this, is wow. this is true. Yeah. This is true because I was, I was driving around in Arizona, and I'm like, oh, it's a good thing I'm white because they could pull you over and ask for your papers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's different when America about it. does it because freedom and America yeah. – and they never even think about pulling you over for your papers. So, you guys ever watch uh, Silicon Valley? The HBO yes. show's fantastic. I watch Silicon stuff, but it's not Valley. One, awesome. of, my, one of my favorite scenes <laughs> in that show uh, was when when the the guy came in and said, uh, "We've got some some human resources problem with an expired oh. visa," and everybody <laughs> looked at the Indian guy, <laughs> freaked out, and he's like, "Why is everybody looking at me?" I, I, of course I have my papers in line, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like the Canadian Satanist dude was like, oh, right. right I, I put back in. That show is brilliant. Yes. Note to self, they, start watching Silicon Valley. They come back like 30 minutes later from uh, from the immigration office and everything's in order. And like the Indian guy is more pissed. Yeah. Like it took me six years and blah, 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 blah. And you walk in with a 10-minute conversation. I didn't even park the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do y'all have like cable and stuff? Y'all have cable? I mean, like, uh, I no, I <laughs> what kind of backwoods do you think I live in? Like, well, you did just Canada. say backwoods. Alabama, Canada. You also said boot. Yeah. Can you tell us where it's all a boot? No, he said that too. Tony, we we just established that a uh, hundred miles from the north. Well, 100 miles from the United States border is the civilized zone. They have internet there. Okay. How come your head... I expected you to look different, though. I expected your head to do this floppy thing when you open and close. Oh, Oh, that's just a a filter that uh, Arlen installed to uh, (laughs) keep from disgusting out our live feed viewers. Okay. That's just a a checkbox that yeah, that was unchecked at uh, uh, Google Hangouts. Yep. Have you been watching, for that. Have you been watching South Park? <coughs> no. It's... Maybe. It's it's true. Maybe everything but he... you know about Canada came from South Park. As I say, he's been on the show for almost an hour. He hasn't mentioned Terrence and Phillips, and, and he hasn't of... farted. So. <laughs> I thought... I, think, I wonder how many Americans oh, know, didn't know where Canada was or what it was until they saw South Park in like the sixth grade. My entire knowledge of Canada came from Canadian Bacon Movie. 
uh, and the uh, in South Park. So one, wow. one, oh, oh, women, 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 and also Sixth Rocky grade, and Bully. Kiss my oh. ass. <laughs> Sixth grade, kiss my ass, and two, I see at least three Ontario plates every day I drive. Uh, but was it Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah. from Canada? Because they had the moose and stuff. Yeah, they I don't think so. Probably should have been. Bull, Bullwinkle sure was a moose. Bullwinkle was American propaganda. They were in that, Jellystone uh, National Park, weren't they? No, that's the that's no, Yogi that was, Bear. Uh, Yogi Bear flew. No, Rock, Rocky and I thought they were up in the Yukon. They also had Boris and Natasha and, and all yes, that. The Russians. Yeah. That, the that Russians, commies, propaganda film, yeah, show, whatever you want to call it. But that's where well, that's you, where I got all of my learning. Was Dudley do right, by the way? Yeah, yes. the, the mate, mm. the Mounties the always Mountie. get their man. Yeah, yeah the, the Mounties. Do y'all still oh, have yes. Mounties? The Royal like, yeah. Canadian Mounted Police. That's like yep. your Rangers. Yeah, is that like no, your it's... Texas Rangers? The eyes of the National Mounties. Police. Isn't it like your all's FBI? Yeah, more more like that. So why are they mounted? Well, uh, <laughs> you want to walk that far on foot, Harlan? <laughs> I, I understand your people are willing to walk forty years in the desert. However, it's kind of cold <laughs> and kind of far. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Was that was that too much? I'm sorry, Bruce. Was that was that? I, no. No, it was, no okay, it's okay. just uh, that's that's a recurring joke in our lodge. So uh, I know our audience doesn't hear it that often, but I hear it at least once a week. God forbid you show up like five minutes late to something, and then it's you know, oh, Harlan got lost. <laughs> All in the pillow of fire. I, I will point out as the only Gentile member of the Jewish Student Association at Cato State University when I was there. Understand. <sighs> So it's just we're really bad at directions. That's that's all. Well, Jacques, tell us about Canadian masonry. Is it thriving? Is it doing well? Is it like on a decline? Or well, what do you think about it? Just call him Jacques. Jacques. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Jacques, Jacques is fine. So oh. last year, the, the lodge that I belong to amalgamated with two other lodges. Which was a good thing. We were we were a big lodge, but the other two were, were struggling. Um, this year we've done since we started back up because we we go dark in the summer. We started up in September. We've done a first. We've done at least one degree every month since since September. Hmm. Um, sometime too. Now, when you say you go dark so, in the summer, is that because you're so far north and the sun doesn't? Raise? And it's like six months out of the year, you don't have daylight. So let me just give you a little little geography lesson. We're gonna get um, him a globe, John or Josh. Sorry. Okay, so if, we're, if we're both northern, if we were if we were dark, like you know, no light, that would actually happen in the winter. Um, but no, we we just we don't meet in the summer because people are busy with. Uh, Going Lives. outdoors because there's it's all it's warm, yeah. <laughs> so our our Masonic year usually goes from September till June, and we don't meet in July and August. <sighs> so, you know, as far as thriving goes, I mean, we've done eight and in, eight initiations this year. Nice. Um, yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Um, 
So we're getting them all of those guys queued up to do their fellow craft in the next you know few months or next year. But uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Where do you wear the lodge? Um, I mean, do you wear suits? Flannel? Are you really, just, you, Jeff? Just, you just bring in what come as you are, or do you all like dress up in tuxes or suits or? No, you dress that's up. That's a good question. No, we we dressed up. We wear we we'll all wear suits, suits and ties. Uh, officers typically wear tuxes, um, and then we have our aprons, which look nothing like your aprons. You know, uh, you any of you all have seen. Um, What's the difference in the aprons? What's the difference in the aprons? So ours are look look more like the. The same as what you'd see in the Grand Lodge of like of England, you know. Oh, so you, you guys have like the triple rosettes or the triple towels on your aprons. Yeah, you have the, you have the rosettes. You have the towels. If you're if you're a past master, you'll have the towels. Um, we've got right. some some colored banding around the side, which is you know blue, and then there's an edge. Um, depending on the edge color, it denotes the age of your lodge. So. So my lodge was constituted in the early 1800s, so it's well over 100 years old. Um, yeah, sim- similar to that. Unfor- mine's upstairs, so I uh, can't go get it. Admittedly, this is a royal arch apron, but it is. It English. is, yeah. So you yeah. have, but you have your own. You don't yes, have like a big box of them at the lodge that everybody oh, just throws and pisses on and puts back. We have a large box of. We've got some, you know, so. In our degrees, when you're initiated, you have a stark white apron, um, and then when you're past, your your fellow craft apron looks different, and then when you're raised, you get an apron that looks kind of like what John was shown, um, and then that belongs to you. Yeah, um, we do have we do have officers' aprons and stuff in our lodge for the you know because we have the aprons and the collars, um, but everybody else just brings your you bring your own. Now, do y'all use the square encompasses or the square encompass? Uh, huh. why, why are you pushing this button? Square and <sighs> technically isn't oh, it a compass. You're an engineer. <laughs> you're an engineer. The compass is a singular instrument. Don't help him, Harlan. No, don't help him. Don't help him. It's not the square encompasses. <laughs> we could Thank get you. a point here. No, no you get two points of one compass. <laughs> Josh is an engineer. He he knows better. Your son also knows better. Other people I can kind of excuse. Engineers don't get a pass. Uh. Points in or points out. Oh god. <laughs> we'll, have what, we'll have to see what the spread looks like at the end. But I'm a but I'm afraid if I don't wrap up uh, my portion of the show soon, my wife is going to murder me. So. Well, we probably need to wrap up the uh, the show in general. Um, yes. I know there was something else I'd wanted to ask, but it got lost in the mess of nonsense. But like every episode <laughs> of the show, uh, I start off with good things and then it doesn't always end that way. Then it slowly um, degrades into debauchery. and Yep. Yeah. It's, don't, so don't it's just after like anyone else's after lodge. Yeah, this is what happens after lodge. We we start trying to do serious things that need discussion and organization, and then 
couple hours later, we're throwing chairs at each other and Tony's saying, pull my finger and somebody's <laughs> whiskey in the coffee pot. It, it's all, it devolves very quickly. So, but hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming to hang out with us. That uh, was an unexpected, pleasant surprise today. Um, yeah, yeah, you bet. Very nice having you on. Yeah. I thought you'd all enjoy a Canadian, Canadian guest. Uh, we would. We, we enjoy all guests. Uh, Bruce except and Nick. For, except for Nick when he shows up and just kind of flaws his show, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the show again? Is it three distinct exactly. knocks, right? Dot biz. <laughs> I thought it was dot gov now, but uh <laughs> dot info. Anyway. Uh I guess we'll, we'll <laughs> let you get going and um we'll, we'll put a close to this here show. Uh if anybody else in the future uh, wants to join us and hang out after Lodge, as Josh did this evening, all you got to do is, uh, is reach out to us. I'm sure we can set something up. Uh, we enjoy sharing the After Lodge experience with men <coughs> from literally all over the world, even Canada. <laughs> so this is it for episode 189 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us at IRC at irc.screenet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. Uh, you can find us on uh, Google Hangouts. Or not Hangouts. Back. Google Play Music. Uh, iTunes. Stitcher, Stitcher, Steve Potter, uh, My Freemasonry, and a whole bunch of other Masonic directories. Leave some feedback and some stars and share us with your friends. Uh, whenever you're talking about After Lodge, the more, the merrier. So until next week, brothers, we'll see you on the sunny side of the border. How <laughs> fun, eh? Bye, everybody. Later. Later, eh? Well, maple syrup and snow is what they export. They treat curling just like it's a real sport. They think their silly accent is so cute. Can't understand a thing they're talking about. Sure, they got their national health care. Cheaper men for primaries and clean air. Then again, well, they got Celine Dion. Strike!